Over 200,000 of the homeless people in the United States of America are women and girls. The most needed and understocked item in homeless shelters, feminine hygiene products. Joy Road Media is proud to tell you about the Clean Love Project. The Clean Love Project's mission is to help women and young girls feel clean, loved, and empowered by distributing clean love kits to alleviate their hygiene needs. Go to thecleanloveproject.org to find out how you can help. The Clean Love Project focuses on the Metro Detroit area, but it also distributes kits worldwide. If you are a female in need of a clean love kit, go to thecleanloveproject.org and request one today. Joy Road Media is a proud supporter of The Clean Love Project at thecleanloveproject.org. Sagittarius, here is your horoscope. Mean what you say, but don't say what you mean. You can die. Welcome back to Dead Waves. Welcome back, listeners, to Dead Waves, the only radio show on the air to help you with those strange problems you can't tell anyone else about. So if this is your first time listening, my name is Lilith. I am the host of this radio show, and with me are my co-hosts, Jack, my husband, and the demon that we accidentally kind of summoned from hell, Grum. That's me! I'm here! Um, Shabbat Shalom. What? Well, I've, I'm sorry, I, I should have told you guys this sooner, but I have um, recently converted to uh, Judaism. Oh. Okay. Well, Beaver told me that I need to um, celebrate Passover, so mm-hmm. I've joined the religion. I found oh. a very nice local rabbi. He's been very kind to me. Jack, no. I, I don't think that's what he meant. No, he, he wanted you to go towards the light. I have. I've gone towards the L'chaim. And I am now fully embracing the concept of Yahweh, and I think that this was what I should have done all along. Well, congratulations. I mean, I guess if that's really how you feel, then yeah, congratulations. Uh, Mazel tov, actually. Mazel tov! Yeah, Mazel tov. Hey, uh, this pair of scissors, can you, uh, can you break them for me? I need to fix Jack a little bit. Now that he's converted... I feel like I'm probably the best person for the job. Oh, no, no, Graham. I've already been cut. How have I not known this? I guess I probably should have since we slept in the same bed on top of each other somehow through each other one time. I'm sorry that I'm not updating you about the status of my penis. You should be. Regularly. This is information I need to know. You could always subscribe to my blog. He charges like $5 a month, though. If you want, If you don't want to pay for the ads, I mean, that's... Do you pay for his... $5 oh, hell month? no, no, it's oh, not worth good. it. No, it's you not shouldn't. worth it. Wait, you unsubscribed? Yeah, I s- unsubscribed a while ago. Oh, no. Now I have no followers. Well, that's good. This is better than real life. You probably have negative followers, such as Beefer, who wants to murder us or whatever. Yeah, so that's a, that's a thing we need to 
deal with. I don't want to talk about it. I'm going to repress it, just like all of my other feelings. We've got time. For now, I say we just keep doing the show as we've been doing it, and we'll deal with the problems as they pop up. That seems reasonable. All right. So anyone out there who is currently listening, uh, if you have a question, if you need some guidance in your life, our number here is 392-6660. And it looks like we have a caller. Oh, Lilith, could you hit the button? I'm so tired of hitting the button. Graham, can you hit the button? Thanks. You're welcome. Well, the button's broke. Yeah, it's fine. They'll just come in automatically, I guess. Uh, anyway, hi, caller. You're on the air with Dead Waves. Uh, uh, hello, hello, Dead Waves? Yes, hi. That's us. Oh, hello. Uh, hi. Uh, uh, great being on Dead Waves. And, you know, I just started listening. I just found this a few days ago, and it uh, kind of coincides to my uh, spooky going-ons in my life, you know, uh, that, that I've been experiencing. Oh, spooky okay. Spooky going-ons? Is this a real person? Is this one of those prank calls again? No, no, this isn't. No, they're not ordering pizza, so I think we're fine. All right. Um. So wh- what's your name, caller? Oh, yeah. My name is Larry Talbot. All right. Hi, Larry. Hello. Uh, tell me about yourself. Uh, what What do you do for a living? Well, you see, I'm a, I'm a father of three out in Petoskey, Michigan. Uh, you know, lovely place on the lake. Like one of the most beautiful sites in all the world. Uh, uh, I'm actually a Cadillac boy myself. Uh, I grew up there and then moved out to Petoskey with the wife and the little kids there. And uh, I just make a good little living for myself out in my hardware store. You know, it's just a good little life in a good little town. Oh, that's so wonderful. What's the name of your hardware store? My name of my hardware store is Hammers in the Things. You got to put the N in there with a little apostrophe up there. Hammers? Hammers? Hammers. 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 You know, think of it like a ham sandwich and you're just like, mmm, summers. Hammers. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Well, awesome. What uh, what sort of trouble are you having? Uh, it started about two years ago. Um, family and I went down the Cadillac to see the parents again and went out toward the family cabin. And um, they had a little run-in, little beastie off the side of the road, little, little fox fella, you know, he looked hurt, so I wanted to make sure he was all right. Took him out to the animal shelter. But you see, later that night, we went back to the cabin. There was a lot of a lot of strains going on. Because you see, we keep a chicken coop out there because, you know, the free-range eggs are just the best, you know, mm-hmm. just the, the most, the oh best. Oh, my God. Protein. Finally, finally, somebody understands me. Free-range organic eggs are so much better than any shit that you're going to find in a grocery store in a nasty styrofoam carton. All right, hippie boy, calm down. I'm just, Larry, Larry, thank you, thank you. I'm so glad to find somebody who understands me. Oh, oh no problem. You know, my dad always says the best egg comes right out of the chicken's butt the second right, it hits the ground. Right out of the chicken's butt Right out of the, the chicken's butt. Can we get back to the creature part, Toolman Talbot? Oh, yeah, Toolman Talbot. You know, the kids used to call me that in high school, but uh, it wasn't because of the hardware store. It's because I used to rat them out for smoking in the bathroom. Oh, what a tool. Oh, yeah, wow. that's what they always called me. Uh, but, yeah, but you see, back at the cabin, you see, where our chickens were, I found the next morning they were all vivisected and torn apart. There was blood and feathers everywhere. Oh, it was all something terrible. That's awful. Oh, it was very awful. It was a gruesome sight, it was, indeed. Hopefully the kids didn't see it. Oh, yeah, no, they walked outside in the morning to play a little, little, little cornhole, and they were like, oh, no, Dad, look, all the chickens are dead. So I walked out and saw my mom just scattered about beaks and feet and feathers everywhere. That's good eating. But you see, the problem didn't stop there because we went back home to Petoskey. Uh, there was also, there was like more incident of that. We have a little dog, a little Pomeranian named Jerry. Oh. oh. 
Uh, one night, Jerry went outside, started barking up something bad, fierce, you know, something he saw out in, in the in the driveway. So I went out to go look with him, and you know what? Just he, We couldn't see it. It was just out far, like in, in the cover of darkness, but you could just, uh, just make out two amber glowy eyes out in the, in the, in the woods there. Ooh, speaking of making out in amber glowy eyes, Jessica texted me this picture earlier. Oh yeah, that's right, that's right. You and Jessica, how's that How's that going? Well, I don't want to derail everything, but it's very sticky. Uh, please continue, caller. Oh uh, yes, well, uh, you see, so I took the dog inside, but he just barked and barked all night. But the strangest thing was that there was also barking back towards the house and like a little bit of screaming out of this. It's kind of like, oh. Uh. Larry, I'm sorry, I didn't quite pick that up. What what was that scream like? It was like... Okay, okay, I'm trying to reference any screams that I've heard previously. Lilith, is anything ringing a bell? We we encountered that Wendigo a while ago, but I don't think that was it necessarily. Right, it didn't quite have like the... Right, it was, it was more no, of a... Was, yeah. And less of a... Yeah. Oh, do you think it was a banshee? Well, banshee's a little well, bit no, more a banshee's more of a... Yeah, that's true. You think it was like a, a little gremlin? Um, a lot of times the gremlins, they don't really scream so much as they kind of like the... Oh, uh, that... Are you sure that it's not a, a North American hamster? No, a North American hamster is more... That sounds like a clock. No, a clock is more... And then you forget to wind it and it's just silence. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Well, then what the hell was it? Well, I think uh, I think I've heard about the dog man out there. The dog, the dog man, half man, half dog. Yeah, they uh, there was actually like a whole radio radio show about it that like ours. Uh, no, a lot better actually. A show a lot better than ours. Was it a wolf man? You you say it might be the dog man? Yeah. Oh dear. Oh oh my. Uh, uh well uh, what what kind of kind of precautions can one take against a dogged man like that? Well, a lot of times you would you would hear people saying, you know, put some silver up. Um, do you have any any available silver? Any silver jewelry? Any available? Oh, my wife's got plenty of available silver jewelry. I can tell you that right now. Ooh, I I would probably ask her before taking her nice silver jewelry first. All right, y'all y'all ask about the silver jewelry. Get some rings, maybe some earrings, uh, 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 a nice a nice necklace. You know, that that'll probably work. Sure. Um, what about steak? Do you have any steak, just maybe in the fridge and oh, the freezer? Oh yeah, plenty of steak. Got a got a got a good good crop of New York strips, a porterhouse, tea bowls, all just mouth watering, juicy, just delicious, just delicious. Not necessarily my scene personally, but um, I would recommend that if you left the steak out, that could be maybe an offering to the dog man. Oh, oh yeah, well, yeah, I'll just invite him over for a little barbecue, grill up some steaks, see how the things go. You know, if it's a dog, man, you know, dog is a man's best friend, so I don't see why we can't make this a good, a cohesive relationship, you know? Would it be just half of him is a person's best friend, and the other half is just himself? Is he his own best friend? You know what? I think we're all our own best friends. That's the lesson my dad always tried to teach me. That's adorable. I want to puke. How do we know it's not just an unwashed homeless man that's just trying to take your chickens and your beef? Well, you see, 
I'm a very well acquainted with the homeless population out in Petoskey. Oh, you know, really? I, yep, I, I am a philanthropist. I do the best I can to give back to my community. So uh, each homeless person, there's Greg, there's Jimmy, there's Bob, there's Frank, there's Jungle Bob, and we do the best to take care of them. I give them free eggs in the morning, let them come over to the hardware store. If someone needs some help raising a barn or building a roof, you know, I, I, I point them in the right direction to keep them working and keep them fed. Yeah, yeah, you know, a lot of homeless people really need roofs. For their homelessness. And barns. Oh, no, 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 no. They don't own the roofs of the barns. They just work on them. You know, they spend all their day oh. laboring, and then they get some pay. Yeah, so, you know, you know. Uh, so I don't think it would be a homeless person out, out there, because if it was, they'd probably just come up and knock on the door, be like, hey, Larry, how you doing? You know, I just want to help me out. But that's probably fine. But a dog, man, a dog, this is a little bit, uh, a little bit peculiar, so I think I'll, I'll dig into this a little bit more, see what's going on, see what's happening. That sounds like a good idea. Look, there's something that's really concerning me. Mm -hmm. Um, Larry? Yes. It's a dog-eat-dog -dog world out there. Is your Pomeranian okay? Yep, the Pomeranian is fine. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, okay. no, no, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. After that first little incident scare, we kept him inside the house. Good, Got him a little good. potty pad by the door, takes care of everything. Ooh, that's good eating, too. Uh, 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 Graham? Graham, is that what you said your name? You've got a peculiar taste there, buddy. Uh, you could definitely say that. You can eat anything. Dogs, cats, pee pads, chickens. Uh, the last one's pretty much what most people eat. Oh, no, I do love a good chicken. I'll, I can like, bake up a great chicken with some lemon herbs and some poultry seasoning. Ooh, that's good. Uh -huh. See, that sounds good. Except for Jack over here. He doesn't eat fucking chicken. He just eats leaves and vegetables. Uh, right before my death, I did make an excellent tofu steak that was marinated in a fantastic barbecue sauce, and I cooked it for, I slow cooked it for a good five or six hours, and I served it over a bed of organic brown rice, and I think it was fantastic. So I'm not entirely sure why you're giving me shit, Grim. I'm sorry, what? My eyes were glazed over. I felt like I died listening to that fucking shit it's fine because i died after making that fucking shit because you killed me yeah that was fun good times buddy good good times sure whatever anyway larry yes i guess my next question for you is have you gotten any have you gotten any closer to the dog man have you gotten a better visual can you give us a more accurate description of what he looks like. Oh, well, I, I did go out one night uh, you know, just to, to survey my, my property, as it were. And as I, you know, I ventured out, I saw, I heard, I heard a rustle in the woods, you know, a, a kerfuffle amongst the leaves. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, as I turned around to look behind me, there was a very tall gentleman about, oh, seven and a half, eight feet tall. Oh, that's big. Oh, yeah. No, he yeah. was quite large. I just thought it was one of the high schoolers from the basketball team, so I didn't pay him much mind. But then he started to make a very low growling sound, and it just, and just the smell, the smell was real. It's what I really thought why he was one of the high schoolers, because they don't shower. They're, they're smelly boys, you know. I just let them live their lives. Stinky boys will be stinky boys. But then, uh, you know, he he started he started to growl a bit, and, and, and uh, he like, glared at me, you know, with the what with the good eyes, and uh, then he just started taking off running into the woods. And I just thought, you know, high schoolers, that's what they do. They prank people. They go into the woods. They smell and they run around. So I didn't think too much of it. But thinking back on it now, I'm pretty sure they may have been one of those dogman people. 
Um, Larry, I'm, I'm sorry if this makes you uncomfortable, but I need to ask this of you. Can you maybe recreate the growl to the best of your ability? That might help Lilith and I determine what species of dogman we're dealing with. Right. Oh, yeah, sure. I can, I can make it a tub, but you know, I'm not one for, uh, for the special effects myself, so let me see here what I can do. Oh, what, the best can you can do, do Larry. <sighs> That helps. That definitely helps. Oh, yeah. thank you, thank you. Like I said, I'm not one, one for special effects, so I don't know how well that that matched up to the what I heard. No, I th- I think that was really good. Uh, Jack, you you know quite a bit about about music. Um, could you tell exactly what key that was in for me? Uh, yes, that was definitely in the key of D. Um, D for dog. Okay. Nice. And um, I could tell that he was actually going um, through various intervals. I heard a third. I heard a fifth. Oh, um, I, I heard go a, for a fifth. I've already had a fifth, Grim. That's probably good. I need at least four more. You need four more fifths? Four fifths. Four fifths of the whole bottle of whiskey. I'm tired. This is taking a long time. All right. So I think what we're going to do is we're going to go let Grim have a nap. And um, Larry, if you want to go grab all of that stuff and... Um, kind of set it up outside. We'll get to the second half of this, okay? All right, that sounds like a plan. All right, so we'll be right back with you listeners. Hold on. Ooh, it's the dog man of Potowski. Graham, no. Mm. I just wanted to serenade everyone. That's distasteful. In this trying time. You're just sitting there. You're not trying anything. Oh, I know. I'm hoping that the dog man just eats all the chickens. Ah, uh, dog man See, it's catchy. Oh god, it is catchy. I I like it. I'd buy that single. See. All right, welcome back, listeners. Um, if you are just tuning in, we have Larry Talbert with us, and he has a problem with the dog man of Petoskey. Larry, are you still there? Oh, uh, yep, I'm still here. Uh, I uh. Did what you what you asked me to do before? I collected some steaks, got uh, got my wife's good jewelry. A lot. Of, we have a, a beautiful set of Petoskey set brooches, uh, the the most high quality silver. Uh, we we took that. I wore a couple. I put some around the kids. Hung some up on the front door. So we did that, and I got the steaks out. Got a, got a couple porterhouses, some New York strips, and I fired up the grill there. I got them all good. Use a nice McCormick seasoning, uh, you know, to really get the get the good deep crust flavor in there and uh i did this around 12 30 at night and uh almost like clockwork uh from the bushes uh, a big old eight foot tall dog man person they walked right up and uh started sniffing around and uh, looked me right in the eye which gave me a fright something terrible i can tell you that yeah i would imagine that's awful that's that's terrifying uh-huh, uh-huh. And, uh huh. And he came in, and, and I, I gave him a steak, and I tried to tried to ward him off with the with the silver brooch I had. I waved it in front of myself, you know, like a little bit of a little bit of you shall not pass action there, you know, for the kids, you know, everyone. Uh, but uh, he it didn't seem to be deterred by it. He he took his steak, sat over on the end of the driveway, uh, ate it up, mm-hmm. and uh, well, he still sat there with his steak. And you know, you know me, I'm not one to turn away a hungry stomach. So I uh, brought him a second plate, uh, some potatoes, uh, and your corn. I, I went all out. I didn't have to work the next day. So I just went all out for my midnight barbecue. But, so I, I, I fed him something real good. And uh, he just sat there. And you know me, 
bacon like I do. Mm-hmm. Larry, Larry. Yes? You kept feeding the dog man? Well, he, he was hungry. He was a big little scrawny thing. Scrawny oh, no. Thing. I, ooh. Is that a bad thing? That's a yeah. very bad thing. If you keep feeding the dog man, the dog man will move into your home. Well, that's what I was about to get to, you see. After, oh, no. After that, uh, uh, we, we fed him a bunch, and, uh, and uh, he, he followed us back onto the house, and he walked in, bumped his head on the on the frame, trying to walk in, you know, being eight foot tall and all. But Sure. Uh, he, he came in, he, he probably just looked around the house, uh, found, found the Pomeranian's dog man, and just curled up for a little cat nap. Oh, Dog man nap, as it were. That's adorable, I guess. Like I'm, I'm scared for you to a great extent, but I have to admit that's kind of cute. Yeah, actually, you know, now that you're there and and it's it's in your house, can you actually describe it for us a little bit better? Like, give us a, some really good details. I mean, no one's ever actually seen it. So. All right. Uh, so wait, hold on a second. Uh, hey, hey, little buddy, hey, little buddy, go ahead and stand up for me so I can take a good look at you right there. All right. He's about uh, eight foot tall, like I said before, real hunched over in our liver group. He's got uh, got tan, short hair, fur, uh, with, with a white belly, uh, just, just the cutest little ears, uh, that, and uh, just glowing, ethereally glowing amber eyes. They're, they they light up the whole room. Uh, the, the kids the kids like to keep them at the foot of the bed at night because it's like a night light. It's just, it's so cute. And you know what? He is just the best with the kids. He plays fetch with them. They can take him on the swing. It's really, he's really nice. Uh, we kind of have to, we have to, we have to give him pants. You know, because cause he's, he's just a little indecent, you know, the dog part and the man part got to with the children. You're saying his oh, dog right. is hanging out? I, that, I, I, you, those, are your, those are your words, not mine. I am a family man. I am a member of of the uh, the, the, the board of, of councilmen of people at the city, and uh, I, I, I will not use such language. Dog is only one letter away from dog. You just put another letter in there. So That's, anyway, uh... you've described the dog to us, and... We're a little concerned now because now that he's moved in, he does kind of have a bond to your home. And your kids. Did he pee on everything? He's actually very housebroken, you see, because yeah, the Pomeranian snapped at him real quick when he tried to try to you know make him by the door on his on the Pomeranian's pee pad. But oh. you know, but you know they've they've bonded together quite nicely. It's the most adorable thing to see them out in the yard. See, the Pomeranian's kind of taking lead as like the head of their pack, so he'll run out and he have like the dog man just running after him. The little Pomeranian with little tiny legs just skirting across the thing. They just make the best little tag team. I tell you, it's like Laurel and Hardy out there. It's my favorite. Lilith. I'm sorry, Lilith, can we, can, can I talk to you for a second? Um, yeah, sure. Um, Larry, we'll be right back. I just need to talk to Lilith for a brief moment. Oh, yeah, no problem. Lilith? Mm-hmm. This is the most adorable thing I I've heard know. in my life. I don't know if I want to help. I know, I, uh... What do we do? The dog man really doesn't belong in the house and needs but to be out and free, but... No one's dead yet, aside from some chickens. True. Well, should we consider adoption for Larry? Maybe. Yeah. I think that might be the the option. Yeah. I think so. So, uh, hey Larry. Oh, uh, yeah. 
do do you feel any any particular way towards the dog man? Any feelings arise? Oh, he's just that's just a nifty fella. He is. He just he's just a good boy. Is all he is. Aren't you? Aren't you a good boy? Aren't you a good? Yeah, he's just a good boy. He does. He doesn't want to hurt anybody. Uh, just wants to stay around. Just sleeps on the couch all day. Uh, he runs, and plays around with the dog. It's just he's just a a good little housemate to have in the house. You know. He's, I've got no ill will towards him. He's, he, he's kept out of the chicken coop, but I tell you, that that's fixed a whole lot of our problems right there. Okay. How would you feel if I were to say just letting the dog man live there? Just, uh, just let him live here? Yeah, it seems like he's fitting in really well, and your Pomeranian, uh, Jerry, he, um, it seems like he's really taken an alpha stance in this whole thing as, you know, I think... You know, maybe this would be a, a good thing for you guys, just to adopt the dog man. It seems to have taken a liking to you, Larry. Well, you know, I just, I just, I'm just a likable guy. Uh, in in high school, I got most likely to be likable. So you know, I did. This is just, it's not where I expected to end up, but it's not surprising at the least. So you know what? I think we will. We'll go on down to city hall, see what they have about permits about keeping a, a dog man. We might leave the man part out of it because you know the ownership of a of a man is is a stinky subject, especially here in a uh, in Michigan, especially considering all the uh, the people who still uh, fly the the rebel banner. You know, big of their still still in the south. You lost the war, buddy. You yeah. lost the war. But you know we have, we'll 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 keep the dog man in as a as a member of the family. We'll adopt him. No ownership there. He's free to come and go as he pleases. Now, are you going to actually name the dog man, or are you going to let the dog man choose a name of his own? Why don't we just go around and suggest names for dog man? Okay. So Lilith, we'll we'll start with you. Okay. Um. I would say considering the vibe I'm just really feeling from this dog and the description that I've had, I think that Virgil is a great name for him. Okay, okay. I was thinking more along the lines of like one of my favorite German classical composers, and so I wanted to name him Wanger. Ah, see, I was thinking of big old mountain features, and I was going to call him Fjord. And what name were you thinking, Larry? Well, we we were just thinking of a good family name for him, and we were just thinking of Gregory. Oh, I like Gregory. Okay, well, ooh, you you are gonna have to buy him a new bed because you don't want him stealing Jerry's bed. That's not very polite. Oh yeah, dog food. We'll we'll go down and get a a nice big California cake for him because you know he takes up a lot of room there. Oh yeah, of course, an eight foot dog definitely would take up a a large amount of space. Absolutely. I do have an alternate plan if the government doesn't feel like that this dog should live with you. You could say it's your child. Say very tall child who plays guitar. Actually, half dog, half human. Yeah. You could go either dog adoption or human adoption. You could teach him how to play basketball. You could drive a car with him. You can just tell people that he has alopecia. There you go. You figured it out. Yeah. The Appalachian disease for being tall. Well, you know what, fellas? This is a, a great, great, great group of suggestions. I think I'll take it out. What I think I'll do is I'll get both the animal adoption and the human adoption one just to cover my bases to make sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, we got a new, got a new sun dog, a new sun. Oh, this is just one of the best days for our little, the best addition to our happy little family here. Oh, you know what? Thank you all so, so much. Oh, you're so welcome. And hey, whenever you get the chance, we would love to see a picture of you with the kids. 
Oh, of course, that's gonna be our new Christmas card. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, uh, season's greetings from the Talbots with me, the wife, and the kids, and good old Gregory. I think that's gonna make a great Christmas card. All right, Larry, it seems like we've solved your problem. Well, thank you all so much again. Thank you, and uh, if you all are ever up at Petoskey, come on up for a couple of steaks or a or a hammer or a tool belt or whatever you need over at Hammers and Things in Petoskey, Michigan, on Main Street, number eight two eight four eight three. All right, definitely. Thank you so much for calling. Right on, dude. Why do people name their dogs after people like Jeff and Gregory? I think it makes them feel a little less alone. Yeah, that sounds about right. Hey, Lilith? Yeah? We've got some time. Do we have any emails? Uh, yeah, we do. All right, so we have this email from, uh, his name is Ezekiel. He says, hey, y'all, my name is Ezekiel, and I think I might be Sasquatch. Maybe you can help diagnose me or whatever. I was born in Seattle, and I've always been just covered in hair, like near full body. I got a manscape at least twice a day. I'm 7'4", and I'm a size 23 wide men's shoe. Oof. Oh, boy. All right. Whoa. That's a wide foot. I really enjoy eating berries and going on long camping trips. I've hiked the PCT at least 10 times. Basically, everything I've read about Bigfoot and stuff kind of applies to me. Except the stink. I've never understood that. I always smell the shea butter and sandalwood. If I'm the Sasquatch, is there a way to reverse this? Should I just ape out? If I complete some set of Sasquatch task, will I be freed from this hairy curse? Signed, Ezekiel from Seattle. Ezekiel from Seattle. There's a few things that I want to cover here real quick. Because we've dealt with Sasquatches in the past. Mm-hmm. But you say that you're tall... Harry, you live in Seattle, and you smell like sandalwood and shea butter. I need to ask, are you just a hipster? Are you just a tall Seattle hipster? Hmm. Oh, no. There's a large chance. Likes berries, goes hiking in the woods. I guess the first question that you would have to ask yourself is, am I wearing a fedora today? Yes. Ezekiel, are you wearing a fedora when you listen to this? If you are, burn it! Burn it, and also, I don't think you're a Sasquatch. I just think you're really into Vampire Weekend. Yeah, that sounds about right. There is a portion of hell that is just literally all the hipsters of the world. It's gross. It smells like X body spray, and everyone just leaves their, their glasses everywhere because they don't really use them to see, and they just kind of leave them places and you step on them and you hurt little toesies with all the fake glass that hurts your toes. Is that the Ann Arbor section of hell? Yeah, you could probably say that. There's a lot of Ann Arborites there. There's a lot of people from Portland. It's not a good smelling place. Or it could be a dog man, in which case maybe you should be nice to someone and they'll adopt you and name you Gregory. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's always a good option too. Get free steaks. Get free steaks, get free jewelry. Uh, I'll tell you guys what. I still need to go study the Torah before my bar mitzvah, so I'm going to go ahead and sign off for the night. Uh, Thanks for listening, and stay safe out there. Shit, well, I'm just going to go text Jessica. Show her some pictures of my nice, freshly waxed balls. I'm going to go pretend I never heard that. Good night, listeners. Have a safe night.
Grimm was played by Alex Piccolo. Lilith was played by Amanda Welzine. Jack was played by Ryan Fust. Larry Talbert was played by Rodney Rice. Rodney is a resident cast member for the Michigan Renaissance Festival fight team. Check out Rodney's kick-ass sword fighting skills weekends, including Labor Day, August 17th through September 29th. Find out more information at michrenfest.com. Dead Waves is produced by Amanda Welzine. Music and sound design by Ryan Fust. The Dead Waves logo was created by Amanda Welzine. Questions? Comments? You can always email us at deadwavesradio at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe to us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week on Dead Waves. Oh.